Welcome back. Let's have a quick look at some of the basic deductive forms of validity. One of the oldest approaches is that of Aristotle. He likes to group things together into categories and then consider the types of relations that could exist between these categories. One tip here is to restate sentences in the form of categories. I said all cats are furry. It could be restated as all things that are cat-like or feline are things that are furry. Now it's easy to assign single letters to represent whole categories. C equals things that are cats. F equals things that are furry. The second point Aristotle wants to make is that propositions are joining these various categories to make claims about the world. If I have a category of things that have wings, and I call it, say, W, I could then form a proposition, no cats have wings, by saying no things that are cats are things that have wings. And I can shorten that down to no C are W. It's handy to remember that these propositions are subject predicate statements. There's always a grammatical subject of a sentence or proposition, and something that is claimed or, or said about that subject. What is said about the subject is called a predicate. These are very important terms to know. Finally, there are three quantity values that we can claim about the items in any category. We can say something about all members of a category, every single one of them, no exceptions. We can also say something that does not apply to any member of a category, not a single one of the. Lastly, we can say something about the large gray area between zero and 100%. We can say that of members of a category, perhaps some have this predicate. It is essential to remember that the word some logically means at least one. If you had a thousand dentists and 999 said brushing your teeth with X is a good idea, you must say some dentists. This applies to the case of one dentist saying something. Some dentists say, blah, blah, blah. well, the word some logically means at least one. Do not make the error of assuming it's two, three, four, 800, 600, 900. There's nothing logically presented in the statement some d r p to suggest more than one. But there must be at least one member of that category. If there's not one member in the category, then we have to say no members. So these combinations give us these four types of logical structures. Universal affirmative, all X are P. All members of the X category are members of the P category. There's a universal negative, no X are P. No members of the X category are members of the P category. Then we have particular affirmative, some X are P means there is at least one X that is a member of the P category. Could be more, but there is at least one. Particular negative, some X are not P. There is at least one X that is not a member of the P category.
It's very important. A very important concept here is that of distribution. When something applies to all members of a category, we can say that it is distributed. In universal statements, something is being said about every single member of the, the category, the subject category. All cats are furry. Every single, it would, you're saying something, whether it's true or not, you're saying something about all members of the category, either in a positive or negative sense. In the case of any negative statement, predicate category is being excluded. The easiest approach here is to rem remember the phrase, use salt, not pepper. Universal subjects and negative predicates are always distributed. Or I could restate this, the subjects of universal statements are distributed, the predicates in negative statements are distributed. So now, all syllogisms require two premises. Sometimes you have to supply a missing premise, an enthymeme, and a conclusion. Two premises, one conclusion, proper syllogistic form. So we have four types of statements, universal aff affirmative, negative, particular affirmative, particular negative, and 16 different combinations of those as premises. And we also have 16 potential combinations for conclusions. So 16 times 16 is 256 possible combinations of premises and conclusions. Of those 256 combinations, only 16 are valid deductions or are deductively valid. So do you think you can tell which are valid and invalid with a quick glance? Probably not. But there, are, there is a very simple test of validity by invoking rules. You can also invoke uh, Venn diagrams if you're artistically inclined. I'll just cover the, the, the rules method here. Three basic rules, I think, cover all cases. My first one is a balance of negatives. This sounds a little awkward. There must be as many negative premises as there are negative conclusions. Think about it for a minute. There is only one conclusion. So if that conclusion is negative, there must be only one negative premise. You cannot argue anything from two negative premises. Rule number two, the two premises need to be linked together through one common category. Syllogisms only work with a combination of three categories. And this linking category is called the middle term. This middle term must be distributed in at least one premise. Secondly, just remember, it will never appear in the conclusion. It only serves to link or glue two premises together. And it must be distributed at least once. The third final point, any term that is distributed in the conclusion must be distributed at least once in a premise. So if the subject of the conclusion is distributed, that subject term must be distributed in a premise. Or if the predicate clause is distributed in the conclusion, that predicate expression must be distributed in at least one premise. So two examples here, all cats are furry. 
all furry things sing songs, all cats sing songs. Okay, well, the negatives check out. They're, the conclusion is positive and all the premises are, are positive. Uh, the middle term is furry and it's distributed in all furry things sing songs. So that's that's a universal affirmative premise so, and it's the subject. So it's distributed there and take a look, quick look at the conclusion. All cats sing songs, all cats. It's the subject. Cats is the subject clause of the conclusion and it is distributed and it is distributed in premise one. All cats are furry. All three rules check out. Therefore it's valid. If I change this argument just slightly, all cats are furry. Some furry things sing songs. Some cats sing songs. Well, okay. How about the negative check? Well, that's okay. We're still, everything's positive, so fine. Um, what's the middle term? The middle term is furry. All cats are furry. So it's the term furry is the predicate of a universal affirmative. It's not distributed. Some furry things sing songs. That is a, uh, a particular affirmative and the subject is not distributed. Neither part's distributed. So now we have the term furry, which is not distributed. The middle term is not distributed in either premise, ipso facto invalid. So the, the rules method can be very quick and effective to, uh, to check validity, but you do have to understand what's distributed and what isn't distributed uh, in those four patterns. Use salt, not pepper, and you will be safe.